Hey, the podcast is here. Shocking. <laughs> Did it shock you? I hope no one swerved. That uh, How loud I announced that the podcast yeah. was here? Yeah, that was loud for me. Where is the sure. podcast? <laughs> is it in the car with me? <laughs> the podcast is in the back seat the whole time. <laughs> That's a good horror, horror movie. Just a haunting podcast. We're just in people's back seats with the laptop <laughs> and the mic. <laughs> Recording a podcast from the back of other people's cars. <laughs> 100 games at a funeral. <laughs> Shouting at them. We'll try it. That'll be our next podcast. We just have to break into cars I'm like a Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> just pop up in the backseat. That'd be great. Um, hey, guys. Welcome back. We're welcome back. back. We're back. We've been welcome talking back about to our the Midwest accent in Ohio. We're back. <laughs> Welcome back to our podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. We're here. Um, this this we've actually had a couple weeks off. I know yeah. in podcast time this will only seem like one week. No, no weeks. But um, did a lot happen in those two weeks for you? Anything at all? I'm trying to think about how to define <laughs> a lot because I mean okay. work doesn't count. Well, I guess what happened. I don't need to know how much. I saw Dungeons and Dragons. The movie. Yes. I think you mentioned that last time or maybe outside of the podcast. I think I texted you that I watched it, but did I say it? Yeah, you texted me. I watched it on your recommendation, actually. How'd you feel about it? Uh, I feel like your recommendation was better than the movie. Dang. I It was okay to me, and I don't know what would have made it better. I saw it was so much fun. It was pretty fun, but I felt like it never really got off the ground. Does that make any sense? That's a thing I've heard people say about movies. Yeah, I get. I think. I think for me, it was just sort of it captured the roaming nonsense of playing a okay. game of D anD. d That may be my issue. I've never actually played a game of D anD. d It was just they were here and then they were there, and it was really a lot of fun set pieces that kind of referenced the game. Okay, that would have made more sense then because I almost didn't like how much they were here and then they were there mm. with not a lot of explanation. But that makes sense in the context. Of yeah, D anD. Hmm. I I was really. It was my probably my favorite movie I saw of 2023 until until you watched a Super Mario. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang! I'm cutting that out. <laughs> I can't believe I just did. Everyone that. join in. Uh, yes, yeah, so you're in your car, <laughs> We're in the we're in the trunk we're of the your back. car. <laughs> <laughs> and then that movie overtook Dungeons and Dragons. Movie. I thought it rocked. Okay. I thought Super Mario Brothers rocked. Man, there may be something wrong with me. You didn't like Super Mario Bros.? I gave it a solid 6 out of 10. I thought it was enjoyable. I liked all of the the nods to all the Super Mario stuff, all the music, the little musical cues that happened. The music was beautiful. Yeah, I liked all of the creatures and the stuff, and the the story was okay. I don't know. What would have... I'm sorry. What would have made it better? That is something that I push for. If you didn't like a movie... What would have made it better? Yeah. Don't just say you didn't like it. Um, and I'm not sure. Uh, maybe a, a thicker plot. I don't know how else you make the plot. That's that's the plot. I think, so I, Miyamoto had a big, I think I read he had a big like involvement with this movie. Mm-hmm. And he was really focused on it, maintaining its video game-esque-ness. Yeah. And just he wanted Mario it to stay light. He didn't want it to be like super dark. Or, yeah deep or anything i didn't want that for sure and i thought it it was just 
Bowser. He wants the princess. He doesn't really have a reason. Mm-hmm. He just wants her. Um, it was fun. I had fun. I laughed a couple of times. Here's here's a thing with that laughing. Say compared to like um, Spider Man into the Spider Verse, whatever that movie's called. Yeah, the comic booky one. That movie I enjoyed a lot, and I laughed a lot at that movie. Hmm. I think I was hoping there were more moments that would make me chuckle in this one. I don't know if I laughed that much. I liked Spider-Man Into uh-huh. the Spider, like, Spider-Reverse. Spider-Man's like my guy. I'm not a huge Marvel guy, but I like Spider-Man. Spider-Man's cool. So I like all the little Spider-Man equips. I thought I liked the Spider-Man movie. Uh, maybe I'm just getting more immature in what's comedic to me. No, I say be more open to letting those kinds of movies be good. We did should the, all do that. Did the star guy get you any... That was that was a good character. His like, he's just a really honest. It's an existentialist like Schopenhauer star. Death is coming. Yeah. For us is they're going towards the lobby? He's like, <sighs> sweet release. That, that was a good character. That guy was funny. Yeah. Um, the other thing is he was in the trailer. I feel like they showed a lot off in the trailers. I never I watched the trailer. Yeah, I may have to write off trailers. I watched the teaser. And the whole opening bit was a teaser trailer. A I guess yeah. coming to the penguin ice castle. Oh, that wasn't that the whole teaser. part. Just top to bottom was. Well, for me, I was kind of when Mario first shows up and he's mm-hmm. like, what is this place? Yeah. Chris Pratt. Yeah. With no accent. Yeah. I went, yeah. <laughs> but I thought they did a really good job of that as well with the accent. Yeah. Kind of. Just every once in a while. Yeah. I I didn't mind. I thought he sounded like Mario by the end. Listen, we don't have a lot to talk about for the game this week, so we're really <laughs> going to dive into these movies. Um, did you hear about John Leguizamo's beef with the Mario Brothers movie? I did not. What's John's? John Leguizamo famously starred in the original Super Mario Bros. movie. He said he doesn't understand why they couldn't get someone from Brooklyn. or Are they from Brooklyn? From Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. To do the voices. He's like, why do we got two guys not from Brooklyn not minorities, like we're just underrepresented and there's no reason. So, you know. Italians? <laughs> I think that's what he's trying to say. But okay. I don't think John Leguizamo's Italian. I don't think so. That's He seems some kind of Hispanic. I'm, I'm sorry, John Leguizamo. If <laughs> I don't know your ethnic background. <laughs> no, I just, it, it's, uh, yes, if James Gandolfini was alive, I would have pushed for him Mario. to be Mario. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, listen, Luigi. Come, come on, come on, come on, let's go, let's go, come on. <laughs> that would have been better. Um, overall, it was fine. I just thought it was going to be more enjoyable, so maybe my expectations were too high. I'll I'll accept that. All apologies to Nintendo, Mario. Yeah, all of them. Miyamoto. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. The um, other guy. Chris Pratt was in that awful Jurassic mm-hmm. World 2.0. That one stunk. <laughs> so... Less apologies to Chris Pratt. Stop being in movies that stink that bad. Um, In respect for that Super Mario Bros. movie, I went back and watched the original Super Mario Bros. movie. The OG live action. Wow. Stinker? Wow. (laughs) I even watched something called the Morton Jankel cut. Morton and Jankel were the directors. Okay. And this included every bit of cut material uh, spliced into where it fit into the movie. You can go out there and find it. (laughs) <laughs> i don't recommend it all the cut bits don't add anything beyond that the movie is trash 100 percent garbage dang it is a, it, i feel like i never finished it i feel like i started it 
on like a let's see how bad it is and then i went no it is so bad it has topped any movie i've ever seen for being the worst movie it used to be nothing but trouble but now this movie that i rewatched it the the only other time i watched it was when it was new me and my friend were excited let's go see a mario bros movie at the time we probably thought it was cool but there is so little material in that movie that is related to anything. Yeah. It's like it's like the trademark, the hundred year trademark period <laughs> passed. Yeah. And someone was like, I'm gonna make a Mario movie. <laughs> and this is the movie they made. It doesn't Bowser wear a suit? He wears a suit. It's a cyberpunky future, this alternate dimension. So weird. They're dinosaurs. Would you consider Bowser a dinosaur? He's a turtle, as declared kind in the new turtle. movie. For some reason they're dinosaurs. There's Yoshi in it. He's mm. a, a little tiny T Rex. For some reason, <laughs> uh, he does chew on some guy's leg, which is kind of cool, but just terrible, terrible all around movie. Mm. Um, you heard what's that his here. Name? <laughs> this is an anti John Leguizamo, no Mario Brothers no podcast. No, I, that's, I'm not anti John Leguizamo. <laughs> just John Leguizamo in in the original one. Yeah, I like him. I'm more of an Ice Age Leguizamo man myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Tu Wong Fu Leguizamo guy. I don't know. It just <laughs> speaks to me. Um, yeah, I cannot not recommend that movie enough. So this is a hard, not even just a don't watch, even if you want to see a bad movie. Just it's, save yourself. Forget it even exists. Don't even do anything with it. Delete this entire part. of. <laughs> leave it in because people need to know. They need man, to know. If you were bad. to compare the live action Super Mario Brothers movie mm-hmm. to, say, a video game that we've had on our list. Oh, boy. Up until this point, what would you compare it to? I don't have a lot to choose from, so let's be honest. The one we hated the most was Pokemon. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Take that, Pokemon fan. I've spoken to all three people. That Dang, I laughed so loud. Look at the pop I put in there. The spike. Um, and I do have some family members that are big Pokemon fans. They're a bit younger than me, so they played it. That was their heyday. And, you know, I get it. That's fine. Please enjoy Pokemon. That's I might delete the Pokemon part. I don't want to. These fine. poor people. They've suffered <laughs> enough under our reign. I Oh, um... In regards to the Metal Gear Solid Three mm-hmm. podcast, yeah, on uh, that was as a few I, episodes ago. It now. was a while ago, but yeah. as I was editing it, um, you asked if I thought the soundtrack was James Bond esque, mm-hmm. and I went, oh, no. "Yeah, you kind of petered out on that." But I now I'd like to apologize. Did you go back and listen? It's definitely entirely James Bond esque. Yeah, really heavily inspired. But my brain was struggling because there's two, there was two different themes I was thinking about. And the like one, the GoldenEye video game. Ding, 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 ding. Well, at the end, there's like the Metal Gear Solid Three, like boom, mm-hmm. and so I was like, maybe. But the uh, what a three. Yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. Had you had you gotten to the part where you climb that ladder that lasts the entirety <laughs> of the sings. song? Yeah, you would have been like, oh, this is awesome. That's sweet, James. Bond. I did YouTube that part. The climbing. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> such a long ladder for no reason i mean they got to fit the song in there i guess that's the reason yeah um i was gonna mention one other movie i watched because i'm tying this whole podcast universe together last podcast episode we talked about a whip indiana jones using it to swing you mentioned a movie featuring douglas fairbanks I did some Googling. I have time from time to time. I watched the entirety of the 1920s Zorro movie. Wow, okay. Douglas Fairbanks, silent film. The first time I found it, it was actually silent. There was no music accompaniment. 
I was like, this is not it. So I kept Googling, found one with music. Ding, 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 ding. That was easier to watch. Yeah. But I still went to times two speed because it's a little slow. Yeah. But Douglas Fairbanks is in it. I now know who he is. He was a swashbuckling hunk. Yeah. Well, he kind of looks like a member of the Lollipop Guild in that movie. Well, like his hair is in little swirls around his. Well, he's not a swashbuckling <laughs> hunk in 2023, but in 19 whatever. Okay. Hunk. I'll accept that. Um, in that movie, he does riding from a horse, grabs onto a rope that swings him up to a second floor balcony, which Ooh. was awesome to see. He was noted for doing his stunts. Mm-hmm. Not a whip to a thing. I, I just but, can remember him swinging. No, incredible memory by you to pick that. I, I don't know how many times you've seen that movie. Maybe once. You have a vast movie knowledge. Yeah. It's wide as an ocean. Yeah, and about as deep yes. as one. Is <laughs> a puddle. Puddle, that's the one. <laughs> but he does swing from a thing that is very reminiscent of an Indiana Jones swing. I'm sure that's where they got it from. Nice. But yeah, that, that one I would recommend. A nice. silent film. It, was it called The Legend of Zorro or was it called Zorro? I don't remember the name of the movie. It's something. It's the only Douglas Fairbanks Zorro movie in existence. There Google you go. that. Nice. I'm surprised. I remember my brain tried to put it together, but I couldn't. That was, I was amazed. I saw that part come on. I was like, this is the exact part he was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. He did like some crazy parkour stuff in the 1920s. Yeah. And it was pretty impressive. The other thing that got me was, okay, so the plot is he's kind of this like nerdy weird guy, except he puts on a mask and then he's Zorro and he fights his oppressors and saves the town. When he's not Zorro, he is a really nerdy weird guy. He keeps trying to do this like handkerchief magic where he'll form a handkerchief into the shape of like some kind of shaman magician looking thing and then control it so it looks like it has arms and stuff <laughs> this is the move that he does in front of a lady that he's trying to impress you gotta woo the ladies yeah the lady that he actually does impress when he's zorro and then at the end he like reveals oh it's me spoilers and uh she's <laughs> she goes, like mm. oh but even at the very end he's like watch this and he pulls out a handkerchief <laughs> So she she knows he's Zorro and that he's Douglas Fairbanks and he's still like, I hope she'll love me for my handkerchief. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That doesn't make sense because Clark like Clark Kent uh-huh. acts like a dork on purpose. Does he? Is it on purpose? I think so. I think he acts like a dork on purpose to hide the Superman yeah. even more. In like the, I felt like it was always a, he just didn't quite fit in on Earth. I but. think in like the eighties. Because remember when he's... The Christopher Reeves he's like, hey, uh, Lois. He, he didn't suddenly, have a super deep voice. He, trans- he does. He goes from like, eh, it's me. When he's Clark Superman? Clint. Oh. And then he switches. He becomes yeah. extremely sexy. And okay, hunky. that's fair. I had a similar thought in Zorro. Because there's no voice acting, it would be funny to go over the top and have him, when he's Douglas Fairbanks, he's like, mm, check out my handkerchief magic. <laughs> but then when he's Zorro, he's like, hmm, no vest, how about you? It's just the exact same voice. But everyone's like, who is this masked man? <laughs> he's so good at handkerchief magic. <laughs> so that was a good movie. Nice. But that's enough about the weeks. Let's get into this game. Welcome to the movie podcast. <laughs> music. Advance Wars is this week's game on the Game Boy Advance. 
I think they got the title because it was going to be released on it, the Game Boy Advance. It makes sense. Would have been called like the Nintendo 64 Wars? Yeah, and then I was going to say the Color Wars, but I'm a little worried Yeesh. about that one. <laughs> I'm not sure if that one. If it was on the Game Boy Color? Um, probably good they didn't come up with it till the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> if it was on the Game Boy Black and White once again, we, I don't think. <laughs> they had a real problem there. Um, I, I'm going to cough. Don't cough. <clears throat> I didn't um, put enough time into the research, and for that, I apologize. I know that's what everyone's here for, is the research. The hot the hot Google yeah. searches that you do? The uh, Yeah, I can Google like no one's <laughs> business. The sales numbers were in the hundreds of thousands. I'll just give you that, because I didn't get the exact number. Hey, that's good. For once, I don't have to guess the number and be way off. Yeah. The review score was very high. It was uh, on Metacritic. We'll stick with that one. 92 out of 100. Just as an overall game. People loved it. Nintendo Power gave it five out of five stars. Perfect game to Miyamoto be. called him and said, hey. Listen. Listen here. <laughs> you, this is a five out of fiver. They, he might have that kind of power. This Miyamoto. I mean, it was a Nintendo exclusive, so mm. what else is Nintendo going to do? They got no other choice. Shameless. Um, made a bunch of lists for like best games ever, so this it deserves its spot, I think. Um, I, I'm sorry. I don't have any more fun facts. How did you feel about this game overall? Just up top. Listen, I don't hate these kinds of games. Yeah, I played Jean d'Arc, which is a PSP turn-based fighting strategy thing, more closely to like Final Fantasy Tactics. Okay. Um, I've played XCOM, which I'm not good at. But I do want to keep revisiting it. XCOM, I think, was inspired, obviously, by this style. Yeah. I've played card-based, turn-based fighting things. (laughs) The Marvel uh, one is the newest one I've tried, Midnight uh, Suns. Um, So I'm not a stranger to these games. Overall, the feeling of this game, I didn't love it. We'll just get that out of the way. Um, How'd you feel about the tutorial? (laughs) That's as far as I got. The two-hour-long, three-hour-long tutorial. I played the game for at least three hours, and I maybe got through five or six of the tutorial levels. I'd be all the tutorial. I may just be bad at the game. And then I was done, because I feel like I'd really put time in just doing the tutorial. You were done because there was no more to play, or you were like, I don't want to play this anymore? I just felt kind of like I got the game. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm way off. Maybe So you didn't want to play it anymore? I don't. I don't know. Maybe it, I didn't dislike the game. <laughs> yeah. Oddly enough, you enjoyed the tutorial. In the last step, well, like the Final Fantasy discussion, which will be coming. Month. You already heard it. Yeah, you've already heard it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got my timelines all messed. <laughs> Very confused. I really Marty McFly'd myself there. <laughs> but in the Final Fantasy episode, I talked about how I don't love turn-based combat, mm-hmm. but. This felt a little more tactical. Obviously, this is a different type of turn-based. I would agree. And. I, I didn't hate it. I, I There was parts about it that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the part you enjoyed the most? The part I kind of enjoyed the most was sending unit after, wave after wave of uh, infantry units into an impossible situation. It's <laughs> <Just> watching you <laughs> get slaughtered. I felt like a World War One general. <laughs> Go. Keep attacking. <laughs> Attack the medium Don't tanks. <laughs> Just watching them get blown away. Sir, our bullets are bouncing <laughs> off of them. 
Um, um, well, that's not how you play the game. That's no. completely incorrect. It was just funny for me. to say, Every time I'd send an infantry in, and yeah. they just got just slaughtered. <laughs> destroyed. Or shooting at helicopters. <laughs> They're just launching rockets Get at them. them. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed like the first couple of tutorials. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I can get into this game. I don't mind a strategy thing and like having to outthink even just the AI. Um, it felt similar to chess. If you added like 20 more pieces yeah, and those 20 pieces could do like 20 more things each. So by the fourth, fifth tutorial, I understood it was trying to teach me something new every time, but I was just like, I, this is too much. I don't want to learn. There is a lot. Yeah. It, that was partially why I think I really would have enjoyed playing it on Game Boy. It might mm-hmm. be one of the games I really would have played a lot because there's so at much. At that age, you mean? At that age, there's yeah. a lot of depth to it. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't crushing that. It, was, it wasn't like Civ Four where yes. I had no clue ever yeah. what was happening. <laughs> but I pretty quickly was gaining information. And I had a lot of fun utilizing kind of tactical retreats if you will okay where like kind of baiting them into baiting them in uh, using a, a unit letting them get depleted and then just getting them the heck out of the fight and replacing them with another unit putting them back in a town mm-hmm. letting them recoup yeah um you could use infantry units to bait like choppers Mm-hmm. That was always funny when they come in, just <laughs> just destroy your infantry, but then you have your anti-air there yeah. to blast them. Destroy them. So I really, enjoyed, the, the the tactical part of it wasn't super deep. Mm-hmm. So my little brain could <laughs> grasp what was happening. It. But when I did pull off a cool little move, even mm-hmm. though it's, you know, it's just a small little screen, yeah. not a ton happening, <laughs> I felt cool. I felt like I really had done I'm like, take that computer. I'm a tactical genius. Yeah, there's there's satisfaction in like pulling your move off and wiping them out. Do you like how they process like the fighting animation compared to Pokemon? <laughs> I only reference that directly because that's the thing that bums me out with Pokemon. I understand it was on the Game Boy. There's not much they could do. But yeah. the minimal movement and interaction between the actual fighting to me was so boring. Yeah, I liked. I honestly liked it. I liked when you have the mech units and you send them to fight, say, infantry. Mm-hmm. They'll have better ARs or machine yeah, guns. Yeah, weapons are different. And then you fight tanks, they have bazookas. I yeah. liked that a lot. I liked, too, when you would fight and you had a mountain. Mm-hmm. You'd be shooting down yeah, people from the mountain. Or, as I learned, the zero defense river where guys are just <laughs> hunkered down in a river while a tank's blasting them. Yeah, it does... It adds a lot, again, this is what turned me off to the game, but it adds so many different things tactically, not enough that it overwhelmed you, definitely overwhelmed me, to where you really got to balance a lot. And then when they go to attack, you're considering what's the position they're attacking from, what units are they attacking. So there's certainly a lot involved. I will share this with you, what I read about the game. The game was not originally intended for release outside Japan. Hmm. Like previous entries in the series, which were released in Japan only due to Nintendo feeling that Western consumers would not be interested in turn-based games because of their complex mechanics. Very rude. They nailed me. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been put in a tighter box. <laughs> Japan was right. Wow, the entire country of Japan just got you, Steve. Yeah, they nailed it. Um, but they Stupid said, American. <laughs> that's me. 
They said to try and help with that, that's when they added the tutorial. So I guess the tutorial originally was not even part of it. Oh, then that would have been destroyed. Just jump on in. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever have your transport, just an aside, your transport get destroyed and you couldn't supply ammo to your artillery anymore? I understood that's what you were supposed to do with the transport. I never worked it out tactically enough yes <laughs> i was gonna say tactfully enough the japanese game creators are like see <laughs> enough. <laughs> see we told you <laughs> idiot american um to like have that guy bouncing around in my brain i'm command and conquering it because yeah. that's my base knowledge for that any kind of game like that so i'm like using him to transport units which is not his primary thing he needs he, to really be bouncing around it was good if you wanted to get some mechs to uh or any infantry to a city really movie. quick yeah for sure um but i definitely had those things were blown up by turn three every time <laughs> what that was really those were so strong if you had your transport and you were using your anti-air and mm-hmm. your um artillery it was transport, it, anti-air like grouped up in a just little... to just to I would kind of keep them apart because I didn't want them to get instant destroyed mm, yeah. by anything getting close, but just restocking them. Was it su- supplying when yeah. you move to their little square and then hit supply? Yeah, it, the artillery was so strong against any infantry types. You could pretty much take them off the map if you played it correctly. They couldn't shoot anything right next to them, right? But anything within their range outside of that, yeah, they could really... They had almost like a star, maybe, Yeah, the range of the artillery. So, uh, like a, a diamond. <laughs> I guess it's a square or a star, depending on how you look at it. Welcome to the Geometry <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> We're talking shapes. Um, did you know there was a plot in this game? In the tutorial, there's sure a plot. There's Olaf. There's characters. Yeah, Olaf and... Not the snowman. No. He's like some kind of Russian yeah, he's kind of, oligarch. Yeah, and uh, he's so calm about, he's like, ah, we lost 50 guys. Yeah. I'll get you next time. It does feel like you're just playing a little silly game. That's why it was but so funny like for me to send people. those guys in to just get mown down. <laughs> they all have oh, families. Shucks. <laughs> that would be maybe a more interesting game where the plot <laughs> is expanded to like... You see soldiers battered and beaten returning home. And then <laughs> just just absolutely shell shot. PTSD. He sent us in against medium tanks. We had machine guns. And then he sent three more groups. Uh, we're blaming him for sure. Um, this mentions a plot of like way deeper than that. So that's why I was curious after you played through all the tutorial if there was another playing option. Like would you like to now play the story mode? Let's see. But it says that like the whole reason Olaf is attacking you is because he got attacked by some guy named Andy, which I think is you, one of the characters you can pick to be. Uh, but it turns out this other character pretended to be Andy and attacked Olaf and tricked him into attacking the blue whatever. Ooh, subterfuge. Listen, yeah. So by the end, you have to all team up and fight the guy who tricked you to start the war. But you didn't get into any of that. I, no, tutorial, <laughs> I don't think that's in the tutorial. I think I meant to like get through the tutorial to see if there was a story mode because I did want a story mode out of it. I will say I, I got to the very last tutorial and I lost. Mm-hmm. And I went, okay. Because <laughs> everything else I had never lost. But as soon as I was met with any real difficulty, <laughs> <laughs> like anything in my life, I like said, everything eh. I did. Yep. <laughs> 
This didn't come easily at all. I quit. Can't I just have things for free? Please. There, yeah. So apparently there was a plot and I am disappointed in myself. I didn't get to that. But I'm also a little going to blame the, the game. It should tell me like story mode grayed out. Maybe I can't select it. And then when you mouse over it or cursor over it, it'll say finish tutorials to play the story. Let's play the blame game. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I like a story mode in any game. Yeah. Give me the story mode. There's a multiplayer mode in this game. I, they did say that you could link Game Boys. Yeah, that would be cool at the time for sure. Yeah, for sure. I actually, I can see I getting really heated amongst the boys. <laughs> <laughs> you could also even play it on one system and pass it back Ooh. and forth. How many moms had to break up fights? Guys, guys, <laughs> to your rooms. <laughs> Just wrestling in the living room. <laughs> He keeps attacking my military with his tanks. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> Don't mom, blow my transport. <laughs> make me a sandwich, Mom. I need a sandwich. I don't have a lot more to share about this game. That's all right. This has mostly been a movie podcast. Yeah, and I that's not the aim of the podcast. So for that, I feel a little bad. But this game just didn't grab me, and it's the game's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that, as we, as you said, the Japanese game developers, they had a feeling mm -hmm. that it might not snatch they, you they up. They knew I was dumb from the very <laughs> beginning. And uh, if they're listening, I feel like they're probably listening. Definitely. They're like, they have Google alerts for, is anyone making a podcast Any? about our 23-year-old game? And they probably all get together. It's kind of like a <laughs> they reunion meet at the of local developers. Tea house. Yeah. Let's check for the tweets. We're not, I'm not tweeting. I'm sorry. That's, we only have Instagram. That's it. Please okay. check out our Instagram. <laughs> Please. Please, uh, yeah, get in there, leave some comments. Um, th the only other thing I got is, uh, we'll go back to when the game released. Nice chronological podcast. Nice. They were worried about releasing it in North America because it was right around September 11th and they were, you know, it's a war game. That's true. I wonder if they had to get rid of parts that were like, in this unit, you'll fly into the building. And then <laughs> like, oh, we're going to have to scratch that. <laughs> that could have been a real, that could have been a real issue. It's a tactical advantage. It's actually really, there's a lot of entertainment around that time yeah. that, that shifted and changed from, you know, the Sopranos getting rid of the Twin Towers, the Twin Towers in, the in the intro to the Strokes album being delayed. To yeah, let's let's turn this into a real downer and really dive into <laughs> September 11th. That's cool. We should do kind of a we should pivot to a history podcast. No, just an interesting fact That's I meant to mention at the top, but I neglected. Never forget. <laughs> we never forget. Um, any final thoughts on the game? This has been really short on the game. What would you? Uh, normally, we do a vibe check on how the game made you feel. Yeah, this game made me. Feel, um, just a little overwhelmed and worn out within the tutorial, even. So, a real life simulator. Just a real life simulator. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. Yep. <laughs> and if I had to give this game an award, it would be a game that I played. <laughs> this is the award for the game that I played. And I you this, got uh, it, Advance Wars. It got, I played the whole tutorial. Mm -hmm. And you know this, I have a lot of Steam games. Yeah. In the thousands. Library. Yeah. 
and there's a lot of games that I've never even cracked open. Uh-huh. Play the tutorial. Somehow get to the menu and go, huh. <laughs> <laughs> uninstall it immediately. Let me check something else. So that's a that's an award in and of itself. I gave it some time. Okay, that's fair. And I didn't have a bad time. Yeah. And I think if I had a Game Boy in that game, mm-hmm. it would be something that I would play, you know. Back then. Yeah, maybe in the bathroom a lot. <laughs> a real bathroom game. Sure. Um, yeah, I would give it the award of... Mm, I, I wouldn't go so far as to say the award for I don't understand why it's on this list because a lot of people liked it. It just wasn't for me, and that's okay. Well, what's next week's game? Shoot, we're done already. <laughs> uh, did you see any more movies this week? Next week's game is called Alex Kid in Miracle World. You ever heard of that one? I've never heard of Alex Kidd in Miracle right. World. Well, we won't step on anything in this episode, but I believe it's on the Sega Genesis. Okay. Which I own a Sega Genesis, and I will be playing Alex Kidd in Miracle World. That's awesome. Because I own a Sega Genesis. It's not here visually, but I swear it's over there in the basement. No, I'm believing you. I, I got just... other Sega Genesis games. Don't doubt me. Madden on Sega Genesis. Ooh, Madden on Sega Genesis is great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not on the list? Madden. It's not on the list at all. No one cares about Madden. I'm Googling this. It's This doesn't have Alex a podcast. I've just never heard of this in my life. We'll talk a little bit about next week's game on this week's. <laughs> Go ahead. Take have you look. ever played it? I haven't. It looks like a platformer, which I love a good platformer. And if it's on the list and it's a platformer, it's got to be all right. Looks fun. Super Castlevania was a platformer that I enjoyed. I'm seeing now that it's Alice K-I-D-D. Yes, I didn't mention audibly that there's two d's in the word kid well i think i assumed that it Maybe was a kid named alex oh no his actual last name is alex yeah, alex kidid <laughs> alex katie did and uh i'm honestly looking forward to that because this advance wars as much fun as i didn't have with it it really freed up my time to play some other games because sometimes i'm locked into playing this weekly game for the week yeah this time I was able to try out some other stuff. Nice. You want to hear about a different game before we end? Sure. I started playing this game called Big Ambitions. Big Ambitions. Let me Google it. It's in early access. Big Ambitions. It's uh, basically like a business simulator. Kind of like, yeah, Big Ambitions. Look at it. A little bit like The Sims because you got to eat food too. And you drive your car around this isometric city. And you can rent businesses and start restaurants and shops and you got to manage your employees. And it's like if you were successful in real life, you'd be, that's what you're doing in this game. Huh. But I'm only making $348 a week currently or a day, which oh. is not great, but. That's pretty, I would love to make $348. Not as a businessman. I'm running two businesses. That's still a lot of money. $348 a day. That's not great, I guess. Now I can't even buy it. enough hamburgers to keep my. <laughs> food restaurant stocked <laughs> anyway big ambitions <laughs> if you want a game recommendation it's in early access but it's pretty solid it kind of looks like a job it is a job it's a job simulator it's your one-man show and mm-hmm. you got to do it all except you reach a point where like now i've hired logistics managers Ooh. there's honestly you can um you can export excel spreadsheets of the information in the game i haven't done so and won't be doing that but you know you hire a person to maintain your stock and uh, you hire a delivery person to drive it to your store so that you're not doing it any longer well maybe you play this enough you might get a taste for business doubt it 
Have you ever considered going full Wall Street? No, I've considered a lot of things, but that has never been on the list. You know, never. Although it, uh, the lifestyle definitely doesn't appeal at all in any way. I think you look great in a boxy suit, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just the real '80s man. <laughs> I'm here to do business. Where's my logistics manager? <laughs> I don't know why he's taking like a transatlantic accent, but. Are you from the 80s or the 30s? Yes. Where's my desk? You ever seen the episode of Futurama where the they no, unfreeze the 80s businessman? No. Hmm. I've only got through the first season of that. It's a great show. I just didn't keep watching. Hey, there's a lot of things to watch out there. So much. I'm trying. Zorro, 1920 Zorro. It's true. I want to live. A lot longer so I can consume all possible media. That's the only reason. <laughs> Heck family and experiences. <laughs> I just want to consume media. Hey, we'll talk, since the podcast is wrapping up, if you hadn't already turned it off because we're just trying to fill time now. Um, in the minimal comments that we've had, I've talked with my brother-in-law who has listened and I appreciate him. Shout out Brad. Brad? Um, he's asking about like, hey, why aren't there games or are there games like, and then he goes on to mention the games that he likes, say like Contra or any FIFA game because he loves FIFA. And uh, I didn't really share it, but this game list that we have is not like, what are the games you remember playing growing up? Because those games are certainly on my list of yeah. like games I played and liked, but these are meant to be like, these are the big ones. If you're a video game historian, no. If you're going to be a video game historian, you decide, this is what I want to do. This is a list you could start bottom to top. And no one goes, that's not a real job, guy. <laughs> <laughs> no one would tell you that. Um, but these are the games, I think, that have a lot of cultural relevancy yeah. for the time. Um, although I am noticing that some of these are really tied to nostalgia. I would say Advance Wars was that. You think Advance Wars was a nostalgia trip? I think, well, it, it holds up in a game of itself. They're actually going to release a remaster. We're back to talking about the game. <laughs> <laughs> you thought the podcast was ha. over. Yeah, they're remastering it. It's coming out, I don't know, this summer for like the Switch, maybe Steam also. Hmm. Maybe Xbox, I don't know. No Xbox, Nintendo and Steam. I hope they do it extremely realistic no it's still cartoony <laughs> dang it i was hoping for like ah! just bodies riddled <laughs> with bullets like uh all quiet on the western front <laughs> just complete gore uh i would play it then be well, that doesn't sound good to say <laughs> i just like a little suffering in my game i like it um but yeah i think people remember playing this at the time and it you know like I said, it holds up as far as the mechanics of the game. They still work perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Few bugs. No bugs. It's... I didn't hit a bug. Yeah. The game is the same as it was, and it's solid. Solid, tactical, turn-based action. Well, thank you for listening. No, thank you. We were both listening. That's true. <laughs> but coming to a... Back of your car near you. <laughs> we'll be there <laughs> when you least suspect it. <laughs> Please don't shoot us. <laughs> We're just making a We podcast. are harmless. We're just spooky. Yeah, they're microphones. They're not guns. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's all we got. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Bye, folks. <laughs> See you.